Hey folks, long time no see. Um, I bet you missed my voice because I wasn't on the last episode. Um, my name is Mike Clement. I'm a co-host here on the First in Ten pod. And beside me, I'm joined by the usual suspects, Cage DePaulo and Tyler Dion. What's good, guys? You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't think we'd see you here again, Michael. Tyler and I worked really hard to uh, to kind of shift you out of the picture with Season 2. and Well, I'll tell you what, because... You didn't hear this before we started recording, but Cage told me that, I mean, I was responsible for starting the show off, and he suggested that I said, hey, diddle, diddle, first in ten. No, hey, diddle, diddle, (laughs) the cat in the fiddle, first in ten jumped over the moon, the little Tyler... I don't know how the rest of the poem goes. Yeah, like let's lie. let's stop you right there. All right, let's... well, Tyler, what Tyler? Can you tell Michael that this is our show now, please? I'm not I'm not siding on either of uh, either side of this conversation. Tyler, I'm my own side. You choose custody, Tyler. Who do you want, mom no, or dad? This is we're a... gonna we're gonna put you in the middle. We're gonna go on each side of the room, and you have to crawl to one. This of is us. A, this <laughs> is a total power grab, and my end goal is actually just to host a show totally by myself. All right, Tyler, start it off then. Uh, so hey guys, how we doing? Uh, you know your boy Tyler here, ready right, right to talk some football, and uh, I want to know how you guys are. Doing. And so, uh, you know, just leave a comment or something. After Where could they leave a the comment? Show. You guys can leave a comment on the website. You guys can. I, I don't think you can leave comments on Spotify, but you can find us there. Yeah, uh, like a review, maybe. Yeah, dude. You yeah. could do that. Yeah, you yeah. could do that. Dude, this is better than an unpaid intern. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, Tyler is, like, better at a, being co-host than I am. Really. Or me, really. Maybe we yeah. should just give him the show. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> this is the Tyler show it. now. All right, welcome to the Tyler and 10 podcast, folks. Michael Clement and Cage DePaulo are here to help Tyler on his journey to talk to you guys about the NFL. So now, with the three of us here, Tyler, would you like to tell us, how have you been doing, buddy? You know what? Not bad. You know, s- solidly. Watching Just, more Game of Thrones, you said. Yeah, I finished season six today. So. Mm, okay, nice thoughts. Yeah. So, Battle of the Bastards. Very good. Very that, good. That was Great. Very good. Wonderful yeah. episode. Michael doesn't like Game of Thrones. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, so I haven't been on the show since April, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Long um, time. We we decided Cage and I decided that we were gonna put. I mean, go on hi- hiatus for a little bit. To finish because, school and stuff. Yeah, because school got too much. Uh, but now I no longer want to jump off a cliff, so I'm here now. Mm. I'm able to... I have free time to actually do things now, so we can record again. Um, I wasn't on the last episode because I was in Tampa visiting my aunt and uncle. No, you were... You... I, well, I, well, I was in Fort Myers, Bonita Springs first. You and also then I didn't have Tampa. a voice. I also didn't have a voice. I was getting to that because okay. on the flight Kids, there, here jumping all I got a cold. Well, you know, we already brought this up, Tyler. My, all right, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling Tyler in a little said. bit. Just let me let me do my thing. So yeah, I got sick. I lost my voice on the day we were going to record last time. I wasn't on. However, Cage and I still have a lot planned for this summer because we have a ton of free time. I've already worked on some social media graphics that I'm where you'll probably see later this week accompanying with this episode, hopefully. Um, as long as there's something entertaining in this episode. Yeah, so far there really isn't. However, we're we, also only three minutes in, Michael. Yeah, but we do have some content to talk about. Not not really nearly as much as like the exciting stuff that you guys talked about last time, like Gerald McCoy and all that. There's really isn't much going on besides there were a couple GMs moving around. Um, Cage, do you want to hop into that? Well, Tyler, do you have your permission to hop into this segment? Yes. Okay, thank you, Tyler. So, uh, yeah, so, well, you know, a few things that did happen in the league was the Texans fired their GM, which was, I think, a stupid move. There clearly was some kind of conflict of interest or something. Because Wasn't there a statement, like, 
or something along the lines of he was good but not good enough. Yeah, they yeah. basically so, like, said that he did a really good job, like drafting all these players, like uh, Will Fuller, Deshaun Watson, every all the you know. But then he wasn't good enough, so they got they canned him, sent him yeah. packing. They did the same thing that the Jets did. They just made a guy you know make their team like pretty decent and then just can them and, and then can them go back now to this the is tank. the same gm that signed brock osweiler though correct okay well you know what tyler we take goods with the bads thank right, you I'm very just, much yeah asking. the brock osweiler thing probably well, as a browns fans <laughs> as as a browns fan that also had to be a part of that trade to get him out of it you yeah know? but like as a browns fan why wouldn't you just be upset in the beginning that y- your team traded for brock osweiler because they got a second round because i got a second round pick out of it yeah well, I mean, I guess. And then we got another first-round pick from that same GM. Yeah. So you know what? I can actually... The more we talk about this, I understand the firing. doesn't matter. Brock's on the bench. <laughs> I, get the, I get the firing of this Texans GM now. He's the guy who traded... Who signed Brock Oswell to a mega deal and then traded him away for a second-round pick. No, him and a second-round Him round. and mean, a second-round pick. The thing is, the Texans kind of recovered pretty well from that. Oh, round. no, yeah. The Texans are fine. I mean, it was just... It's funny to think about. The thing is, like, they probably, like, should be putting more money into their defense... But, I mean, now that they have the funds kind of reallocated, mm. now that Brock Osweiler's like, contract is almost up, I think. It's off the books at this point. It's off, off the, the books, books. yeah. Okay. They're not paying. The Browns chewed up all yeah. that contract. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum contract. But, yeah, so the Texans canned him. But then the most interesting thing, which is why I wanted to bring this up, is because apparently their first candidate they interviewed was none other than Ray Farmer, the man with the legend who drafted the likes of Johnny Manziel and Justin Gilbert. What a god. What a god Ray Farmer is. And apparently the Texans think he might be better. So, like, why do they need a GM that's most famous for drafting a washed-up quarterback? Well, no, no, I wouldn't say he was washed up so much as a bust. Well, yeah, he's more of a yeah, he's a bust. Listen, he's not he, even, I don't he, know. he did not even get to the point yeah. where he could okay. be washed up. How many leagues has Tom Brady played in? One. How many leagues has Johnny Manziel played in? Well, he's going on his fourth now. NFL, CFL, AAF, XFL. And, yeah, XFL. Because earlier this week, he um he said that he was open to playing in the XFL nearby his hometown, and probably in the Texas area. So we could see uh. I mean, have you? What's the name of that movie that like Adam Sandler's in, where like he's just like a football player like in jail? The longest yard. The yeah, longest like yard. it's like the yeah, longest yard. Like it's yeah. literally like, <laughs> yeah, they, like Johnny Manziel's just going to be like Adam Sandler in there, and then like he's just gonna play with like a bunch of like not thugs, but just a bunch of people that suck at football because the XFL is not gonna be good. Wait, wait, wait. I hope it is. We need to. We need to pause. Adam Sandler was in multiple football movies. He wait, was in. Mo- wait, is there more than one? The Water, water Boy. He was in two. Which is the stupidest movie I've ever seen I in my lifetime. The Water Boy. Actually, I will fight you to death right the now. The Water Boy is arguably one of my least favorite movies of all time. I I've never seen The Water Boy. I want you to know you're not missing much. It's I Adam think- Sandler, and he talks like he he legitimately doesn't know how to speak. Hey guys, it's the Water Boy. Yeah, like that's how we that, talk, that, but Michael that's a, that's for two thing. hours. Like that's like, how Adam Sandler like normally talks. I think at this point, it was terrible. It w- it was awful. If you hear, if you folks at home hear squishing or anything, that's the sound of my fist squishing into cages. Was it with innards. you that I was watching it? No, it was not. I was with watching it with one of you guys. Maybe I, it, it was Jackson. It wasn't me because I remember I could only get through fifteen minutes, and I literally said, "We have to shut this off. I can't watch." I have anymore. seen like two football movies in my life, and. It was like the second half of the longest yard, mm-hmm. 
And that was a good movie. I like the, the, the longest the original yard was, longest yard is better. I've seen like them the both. 70s. I like them. I haven't seen. I got to see the original. I yeah, it was very good. good. But um, uh, the other one I saw, it was like that Disney movie, the one with the Rock in it. Oh, it was like the Rock was, seen that one. Oh, what was it? we are we are the Titan. No, no, remember the Titans? Oh, no, no. It's not remember the Titans. No, it's uh, uh, the game plan. Or the game plan. Yeah, was it? Oh, for some reason I really thought it was remember the Titans. Remember the Titans did not have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. No. Wait, which one was the one with Mark Wahlberg? That was another good one. How that one was Invincible. Yeah, dude, that's the one who he played an Eagles player. Oh, I that mean, was I, really good. He was based on. Yeah, it's a true story. Actually, yeah, I've seen some. Of I actually have seen some of that. That that's, was that was a good movie. Too, that's though. another good movie. You, Michael, you know we're gonna watch The Water Boy after this. Okay. And and I'm telling you, we that just it's really not that. I hate really Adam Sandler. I hate him so, like, too. He's so, terrible. Like, dude, I'm not an Adam Sandler. I don't know what point you're trying to prove. Because, Except like, for Click. I'm gonna you're, I'm gonna okay, start well, it and then like I'm gonna be really mad. No, I just want you to also get mad so Tyler can't just squish my head in. Well, I mean like squish. Two heads in. All I'm saying is Jack and Jill is a cinematic masterpiece. Jack and Jill's all right. Top tier Adam Sandler movies. Our, I know this has nothing to do with football. none of them. <laughs> nothing, this is off season podcast football right here, folks. Top ten Adam Sandler movies is Click and Jack and Jill. How are you able to name, by okay, Grown hold up. Ups. How are you able to name ten Adam Sandler? Movies? I can name ten right now. Okay, Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two, Click. Um, this man's counting sequels. No, Water I'm Boy. Ca- I'm the sequel. Water Boy. Um, Waterboy twice? No, not Waterboy twice. The, the other one that we were just talking about that I forget. The one that he was in. The, uh, the longest yard. The longest yard. Um, the the cobbler. Okay. Um, that was a shit movie. It was a terrible movie. The cobbler was awful. That really made me mad. Um, anger management was Adam Sandler, I think maybe. Um, <laughs> it's just oh, one hundred first dates. That was a great movie. That's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Um, oh my god, I only need two more. Now this is tough. Yeah, now we're putting you on the spot. There's Mr. Yeah, this, Deeds? We're You've testing your Mr. Deeds? Deeds? No, I've never seen Mr. Deeds. That sounds familiar, What's the one where though? he goes back to school? That's like, Oh, wait, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. How did, I yeah, forget Happy Gilmore? How did we forget Happy Gilmore? Yeah, that's like, like the only like, iconic, like, iconic movie that he's movie. had. We're, yeah. Oh my gosh, one more. Now I'm dedicated to think of one no, more. No, the one that where he has to go back to school. I can't remember the name right now. I'm blanking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, too. Um... I don't know. All right, we'll 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 table it. We're at nine Adam Sandler movies right now. No, no, we're, I'm putting you on the spot here. I don't oh. even care if you go like radio silence for like a minute. I just want you, you can to... edit it out until no, no. we go. Don't, I'm don't, just don't going. Mess with the Johan. We're going to purposely that like terrible. we're going to purposely make it awkwardly quiet until you name one more Adam. Sandler I I can movie. think of one more. Ad- we're tr- starting now. We're starting right now. You're not going to talk until I can think of another Adam Sandler movie. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. What was the one where he went to India with that girl? And it was like every Adam Sandler movie where he falls in love with some mom who's single and like, you know what I'm talking about? All right, you guys are really not going to talk right now. This is terrible content for a podcast. I'm not going to solo do this. All right, no, but it's fine. We can think about this. Adam Sandler. I'm going to Google Adam Sandler movies just so you know to end this silence. Adam Sandler movies if michael if you're hearing all of this right now by the way michael's a terrible editor and he's honestly just gonna lazily keep this awkward silence in. no i'm gonna keep it in i think this is really funny um let's see well i'm looking sp- blended that was it blended was the uh also it was 50 first dates not 100 first dates did i say 50 yeah you said 100 yeah i'm an idiot that's 50 that is still dates. my that's first a lot of first dates that but is it was 100 more first dates but it was blended on. was the movie i was thinking about bedtime stories Pixels. Oh my god, Pixels was disgusting. The Ridiculous Six. Hotel, Hotel Transylvania. Okay, we are giving Adam Sandler way too much time. Let's talk about the Jets. <laughs> the Cobbler. Okay, All right, back to the Jets. Jets signed Joe Douglas. 
uh, who worked as their with, GM. As their GM, they finally got a GM. Hopefully, he gets along with Adam Gase, or else he won't last long. Apparently, yeah. Adam Gase is like running a regime there. It's like if you don't like me, like I'm getting you worried. Get yeah, I'm, I'm worried for the safety of, of like Jets personnel. I feel like he's going to clash with Le'Veon Bell for like no reason. Yeah, it's I, like I, like he's just going to be like, oh, Le'Veon, you wanted more money. Well, f you, dude. Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. I mean, interesting that they I don't know Joe Douglas. Obviously, he helped the Eagles win a Super Bowl two years ago. Um, he's a good hire, I think, for them. But again, I think the more the bigger scheme of it all is at, we know Adam Gase has some crazy power problem. Yeah. So, like, what's going to come of it, I guess, is really the big factor I mean, they're probably going to clash, right? You would imagine, unless if Adam Gase himself picked him out, picked Joe Douglas out, but it seemed like Adam Gase wanted to be the GM. Yeah, but at the same time, like, Joe Douglas, like, what's he going to do now? It's, like, June. Yeah, well... Like, he could bring in probably, like, what, like, players during the season? Yeah, he could, but also... training camp? Like, I don't know. You could look for trades, and I mean, really, like, I agree with what you're saying. This is kind of a lower time. I could see that the Jets will probably... I mean, this is just a hot take here. Mm -hmm. There's no substance behind this. But if I were the Jets, I would probably look into maybe flipping one of those guys on the front four... Like Leonard Williams, maybe, I just feel- to get like just to get like just something good in return because they already have a stacked D line. Like the guy that they just drafted, like is already going to probably like I think he's probably going to beat Defensive Player of the Year already. Like that kid, like, Williams, yeah, you really think that kid looks like a beast? He- I I like legitimately like fear him because he plays Tom Brady twice a year. He he definitely is intimidating. I mean, I would argue he was one of the higher ranked players in the whole draft. Like, arguably, could have been a first rep, first overall. Yeah. If the Cardinals weren't the Cardinals, I um, personally like Ed Oliver more of the Bills. I, I yeah, I was, was gonna say Ed Oliver was definitely. I really wanted Cleveland Ed Oliver to get look, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver looks. Insane Ed Oliver too. looks crazy. Um, and then even the honestly the whole AFC East is new defensive line that they uh, all they three signed. of them drafted a, 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 a very a good defensive lineman very good defensive line they were all very good yeah um, interesting I want to actually talk to you gentlemen stick with the AFC East your thoughts about the Dolphins um, whether like all right I with feel like Fitzmagic like, Fitzmagic I feel like, like Minka cool. Fitzpatrick nobody is talking about that guy was a top ten pick and everyone's kind of like keeping him under the radar like I expect way he's, more he's out of him. He has potential to be great. I think I, I have not. Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be good, but like you can't. I mean, obviously, like, find a position for him. Yeah, and obviously, like you can't. There's really not much to talk about for him because like he's probably just studying up right now. I and guess, like, but like I, in training camp, once he starts making plays, he'll he'll show up on like highlight reels. Yeah, I suppose. But, Right now, like, there's not really much we can talk about. We're, like, we're not talking about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. No, no, uh, Eli Manning 2.0, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. We're not talking about him, but, like, he's taken reps, and, I mean, he's getting media attention for that, like, because he's, like, at OTAs, but, like, there's not really much content you can grab for, like, a safety, really. No, I get it. I wasn't content more so. I just feel like myself that this hat, he has to be great this year. He's going to be he's, great. You think so? He's I don't think he be. did it. I don't think he had an amazing re- rookie year. But I do think it was also shadowed because players like Denzel Ward and Derwin James and Darius Leonard were such defensive prowesses that like the players who were maybe like under the tier below him didn't get as much spotlight. That's just my opinion in it. But I also like more so importantly Fitzpatrick or Rosen who's starting week one. I want Rosen but I know it's going to be Fitzpatrick. I think it'll be Rosen. I think the reason Rosen wanted to be traded is because he wanted to be a starter. 
So I don't think that the team that traded for him is going to be like, we know you wanted to be a starter, and that's why you wanted to trade, but now that we've traded for you, you're going to be a backup again. But at least you could justify him being a backup to someone like Kyler Murray. Like He's a number one overall pick. You can't justify him being a backup to Ryan Fitzgerald. Well, yeah, I think I think you honestly have to expect Rosen to start because for multiple reasons. One, like you said, he wants to start. Two, why would the Dolphins trade for this young guy who started most of last year on one of the worst teams in the last decade? Last year's Cardinals teams yes. should have went defeated. Yeah. They should have gone 0-16, and I, I'm serious. They really should not have won any games. They, they were horrendous. They were as bad, if not worse, than the 0-16 They, they were absolutely anemic on offense, and their defense wasn't much better. Wasn't any better, yeah. They, they were bad. And, you know, this poor kid struggled, and he started almost a whole year there. So I really think he's got to start. On top of it, the Dolphins need to know what they have. Because with a, real, a potential very good quarterback draft class in 2020. The Dolphins need to know if that's a position they need to look yes, for. No, or not. and and that so I that's the thing. The you can't thing. risk, not risk, but you can't put Rosen on the bench even for half a season because you need to get as much information as you can. You need to know if he's the guy because you got to know if that's what you prepare for next draft if it's so, Trevor Lawrence or whatnot. I just, yes. I just really, really, really hope that the Dolphins right now aren't just like thinking like. Oh, Rosen and Fitzpatrick are both placeholders, and we're just trying to get. I don't. Two I don't think they do. I don't think from. But I. But and I think that's where what Cage just said has has great merit. Is they want to see, they want to use because they know Fitzpatrick is not the guy of the future. Josh Rosen could be, and I think that's what they want to look at. I think he will. Right I now. think he can too. Me too. I think Josh Rosen Me is too. a really good but quarterback. He's very solid. But I do think if if he, I think he will start all sixteen games. Barring injury, just because the Dolphins aren't expecting to win this year. The Dolphins aren't coming into the season with a really good team and they just need an answer at quarterback. They're a team in rebuilding and they know it and they're, and they're totally embracing it and they should. Like I, I don't think they've, they've made a mistake there. And because of that, I think we're going to see Josh Rosen start 16 games, whether he does well or well, not. The thing and is, then I think his performance is going to, to determine do they draft a guy like Tua or Fromm well, next year. Well, the thing is, I think right now that probably the Dolphins, like, would have a better chance of making a good run if they started Rosen. So just factoring that in, like, depending on how they want to go, like, if they want to blatantly tank, I think you should start Fitzpatrick those first four weeks. I don't think they're typically trying to tank. Or I think you should probably start Fitzpatrick probably the first few weeks just to get a sense of everyone else on the team. And, like, after you, like, grade that, it's like, do we want to keep going ahead? Do we want to just, like pack it in already and put Rosen in like I think Rosen should be the starter yes but I think like there's probably like more upside to him doing well than Mm. Fitzpatrick doing well with the Dolphins well, so like it, it, it just like see, yeah, if but you want to win he has now, more upside. I agree. He also has a much lower floor. Whereas Rosen could start and could absolutely stink the place up. He could be one of the worst things we've ever seen. But win. that's why you have Fitzpatrick. That's so. If, no, right. Say you start Rosen and say by week six, seven, Rosen, like you said, it, the the Dolphins are terrible. You can tell he, for some reason he is not acclimated to the NFL. You're like, all right, we have Fitzpatrick. We yeah. can throw him in and we can still win a few games. Right. Like not kill our season. I think the worst thing is to do the opposite like the Bucks did last year. Because what's going to happen is if they start Fitzpatrick, it's going to be like it happens every year when he is a starter. He's going to trick he, people Weeks to one good. through three, he's going to be amazing. And everyone's going to freak out because Fitzpatrick is throwing these 80-yard bombs like he's playing Madden. And then weeks four through six, he throws 30 interceptions mm-hmm. and literally is just sitting there like, man, my PhD doesn't do this. <laughs> so then they're going to bench him for Rosen. The Dolphins are going to be three and three. And then they're going to finish out six and ten. 
Ben yeah. is what's going to happen, just like the Bucks did. Yeah. That's why they, if they start Rosen, even if they start Rosen in, in the first six weeks, they're 3-3 three and three then. I think that's a whole different situation because now you can be like, all right, this young guy is at least learning. We're getting something. We can stick him around. Then if you start the old guy who's got a few more years left and you're 3-3 three and three and you're like, shit, we may as well just throw Rosen in there. Yeah, I agree. That, that is my take on it. I don't think the Dolphins are trying to win this year. That's not to say they're trying to full-out tank, because mm. I do think they do kind of want, want to build something. I don't. Th- it's rare, I think, in the NFL, where you see a team go out and really just want to tank, because if, you, if that happened, you'd see a the, lot of... The, I think the last, the closest thing to tanking we've had in the past few years has been the Jets for Darnold the last yeah. two seasons. Um, I think that was really the the, the most obvious because I feel Even like they didn't get the first overall pick that year, and they, they still yeah. got Donald. Yeah, no, so that's the craziest thing is that the Jets pretty much blatantly tanked for the yeah. two seasons for Darnold specifically. Yep. Didn't get the first or the second pick. Yeah. Basically, everyone assumed that they tanked for no reason yeah. and they weren't getting Darnold. Right. And then they still got Darnold. Yeah. They were like, all right, cool, yeah, I guess this worked anyways, huh? Yeah. And but, then they fired the GM afterwards. And then they fired the GM and traded the GM's first-round pick for a sixth-round yeah. pick. So... Yeah, that's the AFC East. Now, uh, I think we should not talk about the AFC East for a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Um, something I also wanted to talk about, and we can kind of segue this into a segment I know you guys wanted to talk about, is the Bears' news jerseys. Hate them. Love them. I, re- I think they're cool. I Two like against them. one. Get Hate out, them. Tyler. Get out, Tyler. This is my Leave. show now. I, I, I've usurped power. The, you and me. <laughs> I think they look so clean. I think they look so fresh. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, the more I see these like basketball and football jerseys i really want to start collecting jerseys i want i think they're so i think you might be giving these bears jerseys a little too much credit not not too like i like them but i don't think they're like amazing i think they're really good i think i I like the i like the the vintage look that's what i like about it it looks vintage i mean it looks fresh but like yeah it it looks like when i don't mean to interrupt you sorry michael oh no i was saying it was just it looks fresh but like at the same time like it looks tacky at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's almost like when Odell showed up to Game 4 or whatever in the Jim Brown jersey. It's very yeah. much like a... Vi- like game I said, 4 of the NBA Finals. Uh, sorry, Game 4 of the NBA Finals. It, it's it's very... Like, I like how it's vintage, and I hope maybe because of this, the Packers might get a vintage one. I think every team think should get a vintage, vintage one. one. I think everyone team should, too. I and, think it'd be very this is, cool. this is segueing into Tyler and I's conversation that we had the other day. Um... I had, I had brought up that, I mean, how much that I want the Patriots red jerseys back. Because, mm. like, those are just, I just absolutely love those. I think, I and I think everyone does. I've never talked to someone who was like, those are ugly jerseys. So, Tyler, we were we were talking about this the other day, and, like, I, I was wondering why Nike hadn't done it. I thought Nike was just refusing to do it for whatever reason to give the Patriots the red jerseys. But there's something with a helmet. Like, there's, like, a so helmet thing the, that, like... Back in, I want to say it was 2013, could be off on that, the NFL passed a rule, and that rule said that teams are only allowed to have one helmet. Like, each player only gets one helmet because it's... They, they said that they don't want players to be, have multiple helmets because these helmets won't be as well broken in. Because if you take a new helmet straight out of the box and just stick it on a player's head, it won't... The theory is it won't be as well broken in and will lead to more concussions, more head injuries. So you need to keep the same helmet. Like, that shell needs to stay the same. You can change the decals on said shell, but you cannot change the color of the helmet. Yeah, and so that's why the Patriots cannot have their red jerseys because... It would clash with the silver helmet. Yeah, and the silver helmet would look ugly as hell. Yes, yes. But we need the white helmets. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, I think that... I mean, obviously, 
just because it's NFL 100, like, I think that, like, a lot of teams should be getting these alternate or throwback jerseys. Like, I, I would be down to see the Steelers Bumblebee jerseys again. That's I don't true. know about you guys. I mean, I think they'd be okay, although I do know the Steelers said that they were retiring them for What good. about um, Houston Oilers? Uh, that would be very cool. I, I still think some of the best shows I've seen. The, uh, I mean, obviously, the, the, the Chargers old one, but they still have the, the, the Cream Bucks. The Cream Those are terrible. Bucks. Those are amazing. Those are awesome. You guys are here. I'm, I'll show you the picture, Mike. Do you remember the these Eagle jerseys? Do you gentlemen remember oh, these? Oh, the, 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 yeah, so the Kelly Green with the yeah. wings. Those are cool. Those I like were those. great. They can't wear them anymore. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, and is my is I understand the helmet rule, but as far as alternate jerseys go, they is lo- they just yes. they just need to figure out how to do the jerseys with the helmets. Like, and I know I think they I think like on the flip side here. I mean, I'll let you finish your your idea here, but I think that there should just be more manu- better manufacturing for helmets, just I, to, I, so they can <laughs> use them without having to break them in. Like, I agree with that. I but mean, obviously that's easier said than done. That's what I was. I, I can but, add to that is, I mean, it's tough because we do not know to the full extent what goes into it and the yeah, science. We're not. We're, we're not, not. We're not. We're not experts, so it's we don't really know. It's easy for us know. to sit here and say that like we want this done. But it's a lot easier said yeah. than done. Clearly, they do this research, and they clearly have this reasoning why. But it's not hindering teams from making these jerseys. Like I said, I mean, look at the Browns. Yeah. The Browns, when they unveiled, they wanted to, like, their original, their newer jerseys, not the ones next year, but the ones they have now. They're, like, their whole thing was they wanted to be, like, the Oregon Ducks of the NFL with all of these, like, that, like 30 yes. different combinations yes. of jerseys. Which ended up failing because most of them looked ugly together, which is why they're getting new jerseys. But that's cool because I love the Color Rush one, so I'm all for making our new jerseys like that. But besides the point, there's nothing stopping the Patriots or the Texans to make new alternate jerseys. Right. It's just unfortunate. Just they need to work it in with the helmet. Has to, yeah. Has which to is why I feel helmet. like all these teams that are making these new jerseys, I feel like you can tell... Like the Jets as well. The Jets have three or maybe even four different jerseys nah, now, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like they have a they have at least three, maybe a fourth one, of new jerseys. And it you know they choose when they they make the helmets look that something that can match a bunch of jerseys. Yes. That's why I look at uh, I feel like the Jaguars are well as another one yes. with new jerseys. The Titans, Titans are another one. The Titans when they announced their new jerseys last year, they have three, maybe four again different kind of jerseys they have the powder blues the dark navy blues no, the yeah, whites oh, and the grays yeah yeah Absolutely. that's what all these teams are doing now is because they realize this helmet rule so they're like all right when we do uh redesign we it's almost like they work around the helmet yes they're like what this is a good helmet for the logo they make the everything. helmet be very neutral yeah exactly so then they can do all these jerseys yeah so you know it's just it's all it's just tough because as much as you want the patriots red you realize the patriots jerseys are so high selling and loving yeah because yeah. At the same time, though, like, I literally just looked this up while you were saying that, and people have made concepts for, like, Patriots jerseys. Like, pe- like look at this. Like, I mean, you can't, people at home can't, can't see, see it. Can't see it. It's, it's the red. We can post it on our Twitter. Yeah, we'll it's, throw it, it on the it's the red jerseys with the white helmets, but it's the Flying Elvis logo on the helmet. Well, that so would it, still be it, it would, I think that 
the best idea for the Patriots there is just to kind of make white their secondary color instead of silver because that's kind of ugly. I was going to say, what would you guys feel if they just made their helmets white? I don't now? think the white would go cool. with the dark blue jerseys though. I it, think if you took either that, that or you just lighten it, up the blue jerseys, like well, you go back to like the same color that you used in like the nineties. Well, they can actually use those right now if they want. They can actually yeah. bring those colors up because they had the silver helmets back then. So well, and and it, well, you also have to realize is the end of the day in the grand scheme of it all, the reason this stuff doesn't happen is because the NFL is a business and teams change jerseys not because they want to look cooler but because their jerseys don't sell that is yeah. why teams do these it's redesigns in, it's, it's, why. Look, it's impossible to brand it's why so the packers much. have not changed their jerseys it also, it's why you, the steelers yeah, have it if, and also like that's what these are successful a teams too. no yeah these exactly look like it looks it almost looks weak like if the patriots were like oh we need to change our look yeah it doesn't make sense when you look at teams who have changed their jerseys and this isn't to come out it's teams like the browns no the Jaguars, completely the it's teams, that, Te- teams who have been for, for, for them uh for, for more or less they've been irrelevant for the last for decade. the last decade and, and they need and changing your jersey gets you into the news That's, and it makes people look the jets just did it the jets are a bit they're Jets are the secondary team in their own city right now. No, no, I that, that's what I'm saying. I completely agree. That's why teams do these yeah. jersey designs. Like that's why the Patriots. You, you would know, never obviously, see when you know the Nike deal, everyone changes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's certain situations where it does happen, and the Patriots might not have this logo for this jersey format forever. No, but like I no, said, no, look no, no, at no. teams like the Packers. And, you know, even the Bears in part, who really have never changed their jerseys, it's because that's the frame. They're these classic teams. They're these classic teams where when you have teams that snooze and stink it up, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I see the Giants do a redesign in a few years. The the, the Giants are different just because the Giants have been around for so long. I don't think they would change those. I think if you look, I mean, teams like the Bills have, the Titans, you could see it. It's these newer teams that are very old, like before the 1950s, will never change, and teams that are very good will not change. Let me wrap up this segment by asking you guys a question here mm-hmm. out of coming into the season which um which classic jerseys would you like to see or what what's one of them what's the one you want to see the most huh classic jersey I, I really would like to see the patriots red like i'm not like truly i do really like that or like alternate. what's like the most like possible so the, mo- the most feasible option for that for i mean not like the patriots red jerseys but mm. like something that like can actually happen. we'll see the thing is the, they're already the out i really like the 49ers throwbacks that gonna, they did was, last year i was gonna say that 49ers, 49ers. when they when they unlock that's another i would love to get a i would love to get a nick mullins alternate 49ers oh my god jersey. you're still on mullins mania dude it's always mullins but I'm jimmy g you, is now a, it's a tight leash for jimmy g is okay. all i'm saying Tyler, how about you I mean, obviously, like we said, the Patriots. But in terms of possible ones, I mean, and this is a team who does it all the time. It, I love the Chargers powder blue. Ooh, I, no, I no, those are never... the Charger. Uh, the the powder. They've made are... those their actual. Yeah, official uniform their official now, home yeah, jerseys. Which those I are think is awesome. the right choice to do. Yeah, yeah. the jerseys aren't bad, but I mean, I like. Wait, the, the powder blues are their official home jerseys. Yeah, they now? I missed that, that out. To, back in like, I do miss. Do you remember like... when they used to do back in the days when Vincent Jackson was tearing it up there? When they put when they would do throwback their throwback powder blues, they would also have the numbers on their. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. And those did that one. That one. Yeah, the powdered blues with LT. Yeah. Mm. Two other ones I wanted to say were uh, I really like the Dan Marino Dolphins. That, that, those that are cool. Those and are I cool. like when they when they take them out that they change the field to look yeah. like the old ones. Yeah. I really like when the Dolphins do that. I like and that, I would, but then like I think they did that against they, us for the. They can still do that. They did that. Yeah. They do. And then they no. That's what I'm saying. The ones I like are the ones that they already have. 
And then the other one that I would the Seahawks like gross lime green. Oh, you want those, dude? That would be so Peace. crazy to you see are Russell insane. Wilson in that. They already do that. Yeah. But that's, their that's their color rush. But it's not good. I don't think it's the same. Yeah. I don't know. The, that those are my picks. I think. You Michael, know who I miss is, is the Houston Oilers jersey. I, I, so the t- the Oilers player. were cool. I was gonna say the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's also happening mm. in California? What E three. E three, E three, and there was just a conference about Madden twenty going into the video game realm here. Um, Cage and I caught the end of it, and Tyler was here too for a little bit of it. The very, very, the end. very, very end of it. But um, there were a couple things that were brought up in there for the new Madden. That I mean, as avid Madden players ourselves, I think we probably have had like every Madden amongst us since like Madden like 12 or something Madden 07, Madden Phil, 07. well Phyllis Hillis Peyton Hillis was my first Madden yeah so you you uh, started Madden Sean like 12 Madden 11-ish yeah I I think I started like Madden I had Madden I still have Madden like 05 with Donovan McNabb yeah the, the old cover. yeah um but yeah so they announced some pretty cool stuff yeah so Madden 2020 there's some cool stuff the thing is, though, they ad- they announced this big thing about like players like having certain skills or something. What, the, the X factors. The X factors. Yes, that's what they were called. Yeah, like and they brought star. Juju Smith Schuster onto the stage and were talking about it a little bit. And they started off with showing Juju's, and I mean his like fa- X factors. And there was just one where he just can pretty much like pull away from any deep pass if it's like thirty yards or more because like he has to be double covered yeah. to like for like the defense to stop him, which is like insane. And also like Patrick Mahomes has like pretty much overpowered. He, like, he's the first ever quarterback they said to have perfect accuracy at the start of the game. Yeah, they gave him like the s- they gave him the no look pass because he did it once in real life. Um, <laughs> He's the only player in the game that has that. He also like pretty much is like perfect. He's a per- he is like basically like perfect from throwing on the run. Yeah, which is insane. And also Aaron Donald can just walk through everyone. Mm. Um, and also they're adding RPO plays. Yep. Which I mean, I what what does RPO even run stand for? pass options? Oh yeah, so, so it's it's, it, it's like what like. It's like an option play. But it's like, essentially a play action option play. So you always start it off like it's a play action play. But yeah, you can actually hand it off. But you can actually hand it off is the yeah. thing. I feel like all play action plays should have been like that from the beginning. I mean, in hindsight, yeah, honestly. I mean, like, the, the it, thing that makes uh, it difficult is in terms of blocking because oh, yeah. in, in, if it's a pass, obviously put, your offensive line can't take that. Anyway, so that's, yeah. those are in the game. Also, They're adding more plays into the game, like the Philly special, because why not? Which yeah, is an RPO. and they also announced that like they're going to be adding plays throughout the season that they think would be really cool to add into the game, which is cool. I do like that. But one thing I wanted to kind of bring up to you guys, actually, to kind of wrap, like, not close out the show, but, you know, finish things up related to Madden is, like Michael said, the X-Factor players, and he said that Juju is one, and the whole thing is Madden, you know, emphasizes that these X-Factor players are only, you know, 15, 20 of the best players in the league, like the top of the top, Yeah. and we were all saying before we, you know, recorded the show, how, you know, no respect to Juju, he's a great wide receiver, but I'll if I were that. to take everybody, every player in the league and pinpoint it to 15 players... I don't think Juju would be on that list. He's, Same he's with Ben Roethlisberger. He was another one that they showed, too. So I wanted to ask you, gentlemen, I think between the, the three of us, I would love to see if we can come up. Who would we put as our 15 Madden X-Factor players? I mean, I... Uh, being, I say we should just go around. Being completely biased, Tom Brady has to be there. Well, it's not biased. I mean, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. How is he not an X-Factor player? Yeah. That's not like, biased. I, That's... I, but, like, 
I feel like he's not going to be an X Factor player I, in this game. I, I, I think feel like I think they'll have some sort of clutch. Yeah, I would be or, very shocked if he if he yeah, was not. He'll, it'll yeah, be like that, inside two minutes, a hundred percent accurate, something stupid. Like yeah. it'll be yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, I like how they're basically like putting their best players on the spotlight too, because that really helps for marketing. Yeah. Mm. Like it, it makes the game kind of feel better too, because like a lot of these people are getting these games just to play as their favorite players. Yeah. And like it, yeah. yeah. Unless if you're Tyler, who likes to play as Matt McGloin. Yeah. Besides I mean, that, like, everyone else, we, we, it, it hurts we, me. We are all masochists here. So whenever we play like franchise mode on Madden, we always pick like the shittiest quarterbacks because we always try to stack up our team everywhere yep. else. And we're just all good enough at Madden where we can like make these like players. We like, only good. need offensive linemen so, and defense. Weird flex, I, I, but okay, guys. Yeah, it's it's an odd flex. But okay. <laughs> we're like pretty no, good. At, no, we're, we're pretty, pretty good, good at Madden. Madden. You know what I, I mean? I wouldn't like, even say that so much as we just play stupidly. 2016 but, uh, was one of my peak at Madden. I've I've since then. No, I do believe I, lo- I get what Madden 20 is doing. It's becoming more of a video game, and they're realizing no, that I like they want to be more of a video game rather than just a simulation. Like a simulation, which, which some yeah. people will say, "You no, no thanks. I want my yeah. simulation back." And I'm, I'm, I, there will I'm be one, a big crowd. I'm one of those people who is like, "I want the simulation." I agree, but at the same time, I think that I get it. See, I like the video game right now. I have to see. Madden 2020, I mean, I'm probably going to end up getting it. But um, I, I got to see it first because, like, I feel like it could easily add on to the simulation factor that, like, these players are actually doing, like, insane things like they do in real life. Mm. Because, like, it, it kind of... Because earlier in Madden, like, you can do, like, pretty much anything with any player. Like, yeah. you can, like, you can, like, put, like, a guy, like... I don't even know, Josh McCown under center and throw, like, a 50-yard <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, pass... And if, like, you time it, like, right, you Not can exactly. still catch it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah, like, I enjoy the simulation fact because I think it does make it more fun. And honestly, it, it's, it's it's a video game. At the end of the day, it's not a simulation. And, yeah. and I do like the realistic aspects. Obviously, you don't want it to be kind of like, uh, you know, you know, what was yeah. the game I had? Madden Blitz or NFL yeah, Blitz? Yeah, like NFL could, Tour. Yeah, where you could, like, jump on wall. Like, you don't yeah. want it to be goofy. But I like how there are video game aspects that make it, like, whoa. And like Michael said... It honestly isn't even that video game me because they are superstar players. And you want, when I play Madden, you know, I want to play as Khalil Mack when mm-hmm. I'm on defense and try to blitz through the edge or blitz in the middle. I don't want to play as. Khalil Mack's definitely going to be an X Factor player. Yeah, yeah, I would say Khalil Mack. Going, I was going, going back to say, yeah, we're going back to that. Yeah. So, so we have so so, Brady and Mack, right? Yeah. I mean, Mahomes is, Mahomes is one. Um, well, not even ones that we know, but who would we no, put right, there? Yeah, I, I would do Mahomes. I would put Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, probably. Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, Antonio Brown. Yep. Antonio Brown. OBJ. Yeah. OBJ. Um, um, maybe Baker. I, I could, wouldn't eh, do Baker. I He's would put Miles Garrett over Baker. Either that I or wouldn't even ba- do Miles Garrett yet, Either honestly. that or Baker should have an X factor. Because we're talking about, yeah. we're talking about the top point. 15 players in the league. I don't think either one J.J. Watt. Yeah, J.J. Watt. Exactly. J.J. Watt will be one. Todd Gurley. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, yep. Um, who else could be? I'm trying to think. I know what Edelman is, but I don't think he should be. No, I yeah. Juju is, I don't think Juju, he should so be. yeah, same with Alvin Kamara. I mean, you could argue Kamara, I guess. Keekly? Uh, the Panthers? Luke oh, yeah, Keekly. Luke I, would, I, would, I, would, I think, okay. I mean, 10. Luke Keekly is very, very good, but, like, I think he He's might... the best middle linebacker in the league. It's him. I think it's, I think it's CJ Mosley right now. So, who? CJ Mosley. You're leaving? I'm okay. Leaving. Let's sit back down here. He actually walked away, but... Tyler, let's debate this right now. CJ Mosley's not the best. Who? 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 CJ Mosley? You you were saying CJ Mosley is. You, you, how, why are you saying who? CJ Mosley was allowed to hit free agency, right? Yeah. He's not the best player in the league. Best players in the league don't become free agents. It doesn't happen. 
Debate yeah, me. Debate me. Okay, but like, how debate many concussions does Luke Keekley have? What has he done in the that past? That doesn't like, mean two he's years? not a great player. What has he done in the past two years? Because he's gotten a brain injury. He's he's not a good player. But anymore. what has he done in the past two years? Lead the team in tackles all the time when he's healthy. I think but Joe he's Schobert's best middle linebacker in the league. All right, so if you guys hear noises, it's me strangling Cage and the life okay. leaving his body. Before, okay, before I'm Tyler just, strangles Cage, we, we should probably end both, this here. I'm going to give you both two points. One, um, top players do hit free agency sometimes when no, no, your don't. teams don't pay for them. What are you like Le'Veon about? Bell. Like Le'Veon Bell, bro. I don't think Le'Veon he, Bell's the he's best running back in the league. He's not the best running back in the league. Yes, he is. The Le'Veon Bell's the best. And that's Todd Gurley. And that's coming. No way. No, Todd Gurley's not going to be the same. Todd Gurley. Okay, now, after he apparently has knee arthritis. (laughs) Yeah, dude, we're talking about going into this season. He's still not the best. Take your nostalgia. Dude, that's talking about. Give me Saquon Barkley. No way, Nick Chubb. First of all, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt over Saquon Barkley. Okay, this is this actually reminds me of something that happened this week. Um, that would be a great topic actually to end the show on. David Johnson. Said that he's Ooh, the best running back in the league him. right now. Love him, love him, love him. I think he's David a great... Johnson. If you're listening, I love you. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of David Johnson. He's a friend of the First and Ten podcast. Big but friend. I don't think Boyfriend. he's the best yes. running back in the in league. In 2015, right now. he was. Like, like obviously, like this isn't really much of a conversation. Give him an offensive point. line, and I think we might see something. I, yeah, he needs an offensive line. I think he has the talent. And it's a good mindset for him to be saying that because everyone wants to say that they're the best player in the league. And I mean, I get like, said it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's some media blow up over it because it's like, oh no, you're not the best player in the league. And I know, like, we literally just did that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but like, Wait, Joe, we did that bit earlier in the same show. <laughs> yeah. Like two minutes ago. But um, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, every player says that they're the best. They, I respect they, they it. They need that confidence. But it's t- not, no, no, go ahead. I was just like, I, I, I respect it. And I think that was 2015 David Johnson if he said that, which I think he did. I would be no, like, I yeah. He, I think he said that like He says week. that every year. He said no, that, but like, I'm saying he says it every 2015 year. 2015 was the last time he had a quarterback and the last time he had a good offensive Carson yeah. Palmer, baby. Well, now, now he has Kyler Murray and uh, Hingle McCringleberry. And Hingle McCringleberry and Larry Fitzgerald, who has his cane when he comes up to go practice. Yes. I think but, they're going to retire his number while he's still there. They should. Okay, also... That's another thing. Here. Oh yeah, Who because they? they put Carson Palmer in the Ring of Honor. Whoa. But yeah, did they really? That's yeah, awesome. they did. No, they 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 How put out. Boom! He's their best quarterback. Okay. They he probably was there ever for like besides three... Kurt Warner. Okay, they're a very old friends. Well, they obviously they should have put him in there, but I feel like they should have put so. they should have put Larry Fitzgerald in instead of him right now. Yeah. I think they should have put well, you, Larry you can't Fitzgerald. Put a who's still playing? No, they could. You can't. It, you they did it with Dwayne Wade. Okay, that's different. That that's was his basketball. last game, too. Yeah, but still, it's sports. That was his last game. It's honoring True. a Hall of Fame player. I guess point. There is really no gunpoint written in stone. Yeah. Like, if well, you pull Larry Fitzgerald well, in the right, ring of honor. Well, the NFL has always had a problem where they're very bad at dealing with players who are retiring. Like no. A farewell tour. Here's what like, they, baseball and basketball are great. They they pamper these people. That's why they announced their retirements early. Where football, they wait till the end. They're like, yeah. I'm also, retire. Ichiro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you decide to play a game. And that's why. Well, no, but it's also you, you guys have to look on the flip side, which I know we're going very tangenty right now. But let's, well, let's, let's bring it. Well, let's, well, you guys have to look on the flip side right about now. this. Is the reason they don't do that is because NFL players don't announce their retirement before until, the like, season. Yeah, until Charles Woodson is the last player I can remember in the past seven or eight years, maybe that did it before. And look what happened. He had a crazy retirement season. Yeah. Every game they Wait. did a huge thing in the stadium for him. Every game they'd had a. Especially against divisional rivals, it was always they actually had a retirement tour for Charles. I, think, I can I think, think of someone that retired. Team do that. I can think of someone who retired during the season too. Okay, not during the season. Monte <laughs> Davis, <laughs> not in the locker room, he's he's like, half time he just he's left. Like, he's like, I'm, out. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm See leaving. Later. <laughs> but if you played for the Bills, wouldn't you do that too? 
Uh, that's that's not cool, man. I would. Wouldn't you? I would. Okay. <laughs> All right, listen, Ted. Let's, let's let's wrap things up. I here. wanted to wrap things up by also giving my take. Uh, they should have put Carson Palmer, Bruce Arians, and Larry Fitzgerald in the Ring of Honor together. I'm flipping Cage's chair over. <laughs> like, together. Before we flip Cage's it. chair over, um, you can find us if you enjoyed this this banter at the end here. Also, top five running backs are stop, shut stop, up. shut up. Le'Veon Let Bell. me end the show. <laughs> If you enjoyed this show, Nick Jump, I mean, we, Kareem, we Hunt, have we have Duke Johnson. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Shut up. <laughs> okay, um, if you enjoyed this show and would like to follow us, we have a Facebook account, First and Ten. We also have a Twitter at First and Ten Pod. We have our own website at First and Ten Sports Sports This has been a while since I've done this. Um, we're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Stitcher. Are we on Stitcher now? Yeah, we should be on everything. I'm on, pretty sure we're on everything. We're, we're on like pretty much everywhere you can listen to podcasts. So, with that ado, I'm Mike Clement. That's Cage DePaulo to my left. Tyler's behind me. I, yeah, and we bid you adieu. Help me.